<coughs> Starting us out with a good cough there, bub. covid crusade podcast <laughs> where we bring you the spiciest takes you gotta stop moving that boom dude <laughs> <laughs> dude it's a shock mount i can move this fucker around i can get comfy i can come back i'll be like yo hey man hey now i'm over here hey man hey <laughs> i don't want to see that much of your torso while we're recording i'm sorry oh my goodness i am gonna get comfy back here though but anyway like i said this is the quarantine crusade podcast I am EJ Olson. This is Nick Durheim. This is the first time we're recording in uh, since January. <laughs> no, I think we got one in February. I, I gotta look this up. I gotta I gotta fact check. We might have even got one by the beginning of. No, we didn't get one in March. Who Fuck no, January fourteenth. <laughs> that's like that's honorary February. Okay, yeah. So I've definitely have not recorded on this computer yet. So a lot's happened since uh, last we recorded. A lot. We're not going to get into all of it, um, but one of the things is you did. You built a new computer all by your freaking self, your first build. I put it together myself, like physically, but a lot of the process of choosing parts was through the help of you and others. Welcome to building computers. Every, the first thing anyone who builds computers does is go reads the forums of other people who have bought components. Oh, and God, no. I didn't, I didn't read any forum posts. I was just on PC Part Picker, and then I was like, hey, what do you think? Because you're the kind of dweeb who actually like watches the YouTube reviews and crap, so this is I'm true. Not, I'm not that deep into it. Well, I am your forum, and and Andrew, the Windows Defender Console Crusader, he is he is your forum. Bless up, dude. Well, obviously we're in a state of emergency. Yeah, well, quite literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah, the world is in complete disarray. Shit's popping off in New York. We got this pandemic sweeping the nation. And I have been in my home, save for one excursion to the doctor and the grocery store last Tuesday. I have not left my house once uh, in over three weeks now. Got laid off from my job. That's good. Uh, and I have been playing Animal Crossing like it's the last thing I'll ever do. Thank God it came out when it did, huh? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it's literally perfect timing. Could have come out like a week earlier, but you know... Dude, Pretty good timing. I, I was hitting that hard on Twitter, bro. I was at Nintendo like crazy. You'd think they would have just dropped it. Reviewers had had that fucking game for weeks, and everyone, there's petitions with tens of thousands of signatures. you think they would have just done it. Well, whatever. We got it, and we're happy with it. As far as other news, did we miss anything? Is there anything that we should talk about? I mean, this week, there's some stuff we'll talk about, Last of Us, um, et cetera, obviously everything's canceled yeah the biggest stuff is just that everything that's been canceled and delayed and all the uncertainty around games being developed and coverage of them from like e3 to gdc to gamescom to whatever you know all these different big like live events paxes and all that crap which like we don't go to so it doesn't really matter there's probably going to be i think ign said they're going to be doing something that's like e3 related as far as putting on like digital events and that kind of stuff but i don't know what that all is going to entail until it actually happens we're still going to get a bunch of summer like news that's not like threatened or anything but sure and sony says that the ps5 will not be delayed and whether that's you'd think that maybe that they would go that route um because of production issues or because of of optics and marketing and the fact that you know six and a half million people just lost their jobs you know 
who's going to be gearing up to to drop 500 bucks on a new video game console uh in you know six short months if you're lucky five hundred dollars well fuck right we did miss the PS5 reveal that came out, and they said all this stuff about PS5, and and I, I don't necessarily want to get into that. That wasn't really like a whole much for like a reveal. It was just a bunch of tech specs, which you can just sort of speculate on. Like, yeah, that's a stronger thing than the PS4 currently is, and yeah, I, I bet games will be cool, but what are the games? Right. So, uh, and there's clear that there's like a big disparity between the new Xbox and the new P, uh, the new PlayStation. Everyone made. I think much ado about nothing over this SSD. Like, yay, you have an SSD. Congratulations. Like, welcome to 2010. Well, hopefully games will be made to actually utilize that better. Right. Because as it stands, you sort of have to... You build a lot of games with the minimum specs in mind. So that's for computers, too. Like, a lot of PC uh, games have to run on total crap laptops and stuff. Someone dual-booting freaking Windows on their... 2015 MacBook Pro. Ain't nothing pro about it, dude. <laughs> Are you speaking from experience over there, bub? Hey, listen. <laughs> it's not like I was playing anything intensive. I was playing Magic Arena, okay? Maybe some Civ, those butterfly switches. <laughs> not, oh, not even, dude. Not even. I finally just deleted my boot, whole boot camp because I needed those precious, precious gigabytes. And uh, it still boots into Windows now, even though I properly deleted it through the boot camp app. It still boots into Windows, but then just blue screens. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm just stuck with like... That's a super authentic experience. I know, right? As if I didn't get enough of that on uh, my, my home rig. Yeah, but anyway, outside of that, I don't think we really missed anything that we're going to bring up uh, from the last couple of months. We're just going to kind of talk about what we've been playing, I think, which is mostly Animal Crossing, but there's, there's some other stuff in there for me. Uh, and I'm sure there has been plenty for you over the last three months. So how do we want to do this? We want to just talk Animal Crossing for a while. Or we want to talk about some of the other smaller games before we let's go ahead. Dive. Let's go ahead. Talk, sh- talk shop with Animal Crossing. I mean, that's the <laughs> game that we've spent. I looked at your profile. I think you had like 190 hours in Whoa! Animal Crossing. I'm at, <laughs> but I mean, looking behind you, I see it just sitting on the screen. So I'm sure like at least like 10% of that is just idle time. That's true. Some of it probably is idle time. I'm usually pretty good about turning it off. Because I'm looking right behind you, bub. So this is a rare, this is a rare occasion because you texted me in the middle of a sesh, and I just was like, okay, I'm gonna drop it now. But normally, I don't stop a session until I am done with a day. You know, I'm a filthy time traveler, so I don't stop a session until I am ready to stop, and I always close it so that it's a reminder if my game is closed, go skip my clock ahead before I boot it back up. So some of it's probably idle time. I mean, if that's the way you're playing, then you can just stop your day whenever you want. It doesn't really matter if you skip ahead. You're not missing anything. I feel like there are a million things to say about this game. It is awesome. It is frustrating. And we're playing it two very different ways. And I'm, I'm interested in comparing and contrasting our experiences without being bitter towards each other over what the right slash most fun way to play this game is. Well, I just like to give you shit because you are you you hold this time travel thing that you do as like this big cross, this burden that you bear that people are like martyring you for it. It's like They are Nobody really gives a shit about what you're doing. It's just funny to get you mad because you're so salty about nobody else doing it the way you are. Well, that's the thing is 
so many people are doing it the way I am. I'm just saying in our in our personal friend group, like right. everybody that I talk to, you and like maybe Jordan are the only people that I know that are like so obsessed with the the min max as to go that far and to play the game the way they want to play it, which is the way most people I know don't play it. Sure. And I don't begrudge anybody for actually taking it day by day and filling their game hours with grinding the same butterfly for eight straight hours so that they can make enough money to build a bridge, which they have to wait for. It just, I'm doing all the things everyone else is doing almost the same way. It's just that at the end of my day, I don't say, well, I guess I'll come back to it in 12 hours. I just say, well, fuck it. I'm going to do it again. That being said, I did cheat. It is what it is. And this does change the game. I did do the duplication glitch the day before they patched it. And I duped the crown and I stocked up like 45 million bells. And I will say it does change what my days look like after that because now I am no longer having to grind for cash and do all these things. That's sort of not a burden anymore. Now I'm just focused on on building my town and uh, you know accruing new items and trying to kick out villagers. <laughs> but you're playing it day by day and you're playing by the book. It's working out for both of us, I think. I just look at what you're doing, and I'm, I'm a little bit uh, mortified. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. like the whole the whole game is is waiting. Like you're not you're not playing the same game that I'm playing. It's just weird how vastly different we can uh, approach the same material essentially. And if you if you ever need more bells, you could just time skip and use the interest. That's what I know people did on the first day was they just time skip like 20 years and then had all their interest and then brought it back with them. Well, you can only uh you can only accrue 99,000 bells at a time. So to get any meaningful amount of money, that would probably take you hours upon hours of skipping back and forth, back and forth, which does not seem like a fun or efficient way to do that. But here's the thing. We are we are playing for the same reasons even. Your your whole goal is to build your town a certain way. You have a total vision which you should definitely talk about because it's sick. But everything you do is to further that goal. I'm just doing it at my own pace. And if someone wants to just do it day by day, that's chill. That's fine. You know, I have, my ambition is very uh, short shelf life. So I know that if I really took it day by day in two weeks, I'm not going to give a shit about this game anymore. But if I'm able to take it at my own pace and get and reach my goals on my own timeline, you know, I'll be able to, to squeeze as much value out of this game as possible. Before I inevitably drop it. and You're going to play for two weeks either way, but this way you're actually going to get something done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then I'll come back for the events, you know, Christmas and what have you. It just reminds me of, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, I've only spent like a very small amount of time in Minecraft, but what I did play was it was like two different modes when I was playing it. There was like a survival game where you're actually like foraging for different materials and trying to like build shelter and like that kind of stuff. And then there's a creative mode where you could just literally fly and you had infinite supply of everything. And people just used it to make pixel art in Minecraft, which is like cool. But like at that point, where aren't you just using MS Paint? Because it looks the same when you zoom out far enough. So who cares? And that's sort of like, that's sort of my, I guess, experience with what you're doing. And like I did a little bit of time travel, I think, with New Leaf because I was just trying to catch up and I was already three years after the fact. So it didn't really matter. Like it was just you and me hanging out at your cousin's place. But like now that everyone's playing at the same time, it's more of like a live game. It's more like playing World of Warcraft with your buddies. It's like a golf game. You're just hanging out, doing menial tasks, hanging out while this whole quarantine's got us all bunkered in. And I don't know, like I like the idea of 
making my town the way I want it to be, but I'm not like in a rush. Like I don't need it to happen in the next two weeks. I can see it happening over the next year. And that would be like super cool because I'd be able to see it like grow and progress. And like, even like the Nook Miles thing where they force you to take a screenshot, like that's really cool because I've already like gone through my album and like checked out screenshots. I'm like, oh yeah, that's where I was on day three and like how things have changed between day three, day four, day five. So it's kind of, I don't know. I like the the daily aspect of it. I like the, the slow burn. Sure. And if you know you're going to actually play it for that long and keep it up daily or every, or, or every other day or whatever, like totally cool. We're still doing the exact same stuff every day. I got terraforming three days before you, but other than that, we're doing the same shit every day. I'm still doing the events. Uh, I was catching freaking petals like everybody else. Um, I did the bunny day for one day before skipping ahead a whole month. Yeah, I just finished doing all my uh, bunny day crafting. Oh, it's just it's too much to me for me to want to care. But it's got a nice little check mark next to those recipes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, oof. Yeah, that that is not a, a system that I have paid any any attention to outside of having to craft new tools. I'm kind of saving, you know, I'm, I'm hoarding resources right now. As I, as I, as you put it last night, raise my village to the ground. It's a ghost town. It's terrifying. You don't have any life except for like the villagers that you all hate. <laughs> I, I hate them all. Almost all of them. Uh, I changed that today. I did. I did a lot of work today. I've got trees everywhere. Now I've got my hybrids going. My next big, my next big endeavor, Nick, is I want, is I want an entire pasture of flowers and I want to color coat the rainbow all the way from black all the way to, you know. I see you too saw that video on Reddit. <laughs> Hell yeah. I have mine a little bit different. I got to go and figure out how many flowers and how many variants there are and which ones I want. And I'm going to do rows between them. So it's more like, uh, you know. You might not have enough space. I might not have enough space. So we'll see. I got some research to do, but I, I started plotting. There's a lot out. of flowers, but I mean, depending on the usable land and like if you did it on the back, because you have to have your your uh, your river mouths. If you did it on the back row, you probably could fit it horizontally. I am going horizontally because it's it's seven squares horizontal versus six squares vertical. Yeah, I, I don't know. I might not do all the flowers. I might just kind of pick my favorite ones and use the space. Some are kind of hard to get. Like you have to, you have to breed special uh, variants and then breed those together to make certain flower types. It's really annoying. Yeah. It's, it's, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. I, I fought, I did everything I thought correctly to get black roses, but instead I'm just getting a bunch of pink. I'll get like 12 pink roses and like one black rose. I'm like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Cause what double reds can make either pink or black. Yeah. That's yeah, weird. But I mean, that's like, that's because you're playing a different game than what the people who made the game are intended for it to happen. Like for them, it's like, oh, maybe your flowers will make a, a cool variant. And it's like a special thing if it happens and everyone else is like, I have to force this. I'm going to, you know, breed these flowers together. It is forcibly like making the flowers fuck. It's weird. <laughs> it's just funny how when you make something and then put it out to a broad audience that people will take it, interpret it their own certain ways. Well, that's how a lot of the inspiration for my town has come about is I've been watching other people who've done some really amazing things. I swear to God, if, if I see any hearts in your paths, I will not be doing the hearts. No, that is not something that caught my eye. I just spent Way too much time between last night and this morning building a clifftop deal for my house. And I'm really not satisfied with it, but I put so much work into it. And I'm like, what would I do differently? Am I really going to tear it down? So we'll see what comes of that. But I want to talk about some of the quality of life improvements in this game. 
compared to New Leaf, and and then I also want to talk about like where they kind of missed the mark. Because like I said, there's a lot of really great things about this game, and there are a lot of things that I think the developers either forced or leaned kind of blindly into. And it, even if you're not time traveling like me, I think it still changes the game uh, in some significant ways. But what are some what are some quality of life things that that have really stuck out to you compared to your last experience with Animal Crossing? Do you remember what the max pocket size was in a uh, New Leaf? Was it forty or was it thirty? Oh God, it was maybe twenty. I think you had two rows of ten, and then you had to use you had to stick things onto letters because you had a separate pocket for letters, and so that you could kind of jank it by doing that. But it was not very efficient. And, like fruit didn't stack. Like one of the big things they've done now is shit stacks. Yeah, a lot of a lot of things stack. I mean, it's still like inconvenient when certain things don't stack, and like obviously with just the whole crafting thing that adds a bunch of like cool things. Like I like being able to make furniture and being like I can just make a bunch of this one furniture if I like it and make my room symmetrical and that kind of thing. But that introduces new problems where you're like, well, I have to get the recipes somehow. But you're getting recipes at the same speed as you'd get furniture before, so. I think the crafting in general is an, is an improvement just for the the sake of getting furniture and getting like just things to decorate your town with. I I guess it'd be nice if you could like craft uh, clothing, but like you get a shit ton of clothing because you have a shop dedicated to it. And Timmy and Tommy sell some stuff too, and you find it in the balloons. Uh, it's really nice being able to pick up trees, like full trees. You don't have to chop it down and like plant a new one. Uh, the terraforming seems like a huge game changer. I haven't messed around with it yet. I, I just unlocked it this morning. I haven't been able to set aside any time to start working on that. I kind of wanted to have a, a, you know, a game plan before I just started wildly hacking away at stuff. Right. Like I don't need it. If I don't need to delete something, I'm not going to delete it, you know? So other than that, those are like the main things that are kind of like sticking out to me just like off the get go. Like I said, I didn't really get to experience new leaf the, the way I would have wanted to. It would have, I would have liked it a lot more if I was playing it like in the moment and like had a bunch of people playing it at the same time as me. That's like my favorite thing about this game right now is that like all of my friends are playing it. I need at any time we'll turn on my switch and eight, like the number eight will be in the top left of my screen. It's eight people that are online and they're all fucking playing animal crossing. It's insane. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, it really, I mean, people, I would have never expected to have even own a switch or play any sort of game. I mean, literally everybody is playing this game. It's, it's crazy. And it's cool because like every every morning I wake up to a gift from somebody, you know, and like this morning, uh, a friend of mine who currently lives in Germany, she's playing at a completely different time zone than me. Right. So like I'll wake up. To You're playing at a different time zone. Well, than me. I'm playing at every time zone <laughs> at all times. She sent me the drum set that I've been looking for. So I am currently in May and I've skipped every day through May. And before that, I had gone to June and then back to March. So I've played a lot of days and I have not found a drum set, which is extremely frustrating. And so she sent me one. I was super freaking stoked. We're in the group chat talking shit and, and, uh, giving each other crap and Hey, do you have this item? And Hey, how do you do this? And yeah, it's been a really cool experience. And I hope that we don't lose steam in the, in the next week or two and we can kind of see this through. I mean, but- we'll, we'll lose steam eventually, but the cool thing about a game like this and something I do appreciate is them adding like live events. Like even though the bunny day stuff, like none of it is appealing to me. It's cool that there is an event going on right now. And like the cherry blossom stuff is really cool. I really like the design of all those items and it just makes me excited for what the future is going to hold. And like 
seeing a fireworks show on 4th of July will be cool, you know? Totally. New Year's, Halloween, like, it's going to be, all those holidays are going to be fucking awesome. Dude, I just can't wait for Christmas and just deck my house out, dude. Building snowmen, do you remember that in the direct? Yeah. Like, you're just rolling up snowballs? Oh, dude, man. That's so tight. <laughs> I, I do wish, I want to I want to push online talk for uh, down the road here, but I, I wish the online play was a little bit better. But as far as quality of life stuff, the inventory, like, I just think about all the things that I'm doing on any given day in any given moment thinking about how difficult or impossible it would be in in new leaf you know even just the fact that like your shit stacks the way it does and i'm not taking up all my inventory space on on you know shaking three trees you know you know you you have a maximum of 40 slots now and you know you have between four and maybe eight slots taken with tools at any given time but you know, just the fruit stacking and the different resources stacking. Last night we were talking about turnips and how turnips stack in uh, bundles of a hundred, and you can eat ten of them at a time. And of course, eating uh, fruit now or food will enable you to like either break rocks or lift full trees out. And I'm like, instead of eating one fruit at a time, oh, these stack in bundles of a hundred, so I'm not filling my inventory. I can eat ten at a time. Look how efficient that is. So the inventory space, it's like so nice not to be butting my head up against that wall. And there are things like that in this game that I'm butting my head against that you just think like, oh man, this would have been so easy to fix. It's like the weapon durability in Zelda. And again, we totally feel differently about that. But it's one of those things that I thought got in the way of all the other good things about that game. There are things like that here where it's just like, ah, you guys are so close. So close. Just being able to like have total granular control over like where all the villagers move. Like, I don't ever wake up to a fucking villager having demolished half of my perfectly arranged trees, you know, because they decide to fucking move in and I have no control over that. It's so nice now that you can, and you can move anything you want. You can move any building you want. You know how many times uh-huh. I've moved my house? Can't move the town hall. Can't move the airport. <laughs> well, and I knew that going in. So ob- obviously, like every time they give you something, it makes you just want more and more. So... It is a bummer that they they don't like completely 180 on it, but it's just Nintendo loosening their grasp on our balls. (laughs) I think crafting is really fucking cool. The idea that I'm I'm gathering more resources. It's not just hey here are bugs and here's some fruit, but that there are there are other resources that have other purposes. And the level of customization is cool. Like at a certain point in New Leaf, which was like the most expansive Animal Crossing game to you know until this game. At a certain point in the end game quote-unquote, endgame. Everyone's towns kind of look the same. You know? Like, for the, like they kinda, you kind of have all the same items and all the cool items. You know, everyone wants the, the special items, the Nintendo items, and the this and the that. And everyone's town kind of just ended up the same. Dude, the stuff I'm seeing on the Animal Crossing sub or just, like, my recommendations on YouTube now, people are doing the most insane shit. Like, when I went into your house last night, and I was like, I haven't seen any of this stuff before. It was crazy. It was awesome. And the level of detail and and the, you know, just the range of shit. You have a room full of trash. Why do they have a trash wallpaper? It's literally like a fucking cityscape, like a, like a city dump. And I'm like, that's so stupid, but so fucking funny. <laughs> I can make you one if you want it. I can make you that wallpaper. Now, the only, the, the wallpaper you can make, it has to be the 32 by 32 tile, which is a bit limiting. Mm. Like, it'd be cool if you could, like, be like, these four and then tile them in this way. That'd be nice, but. That's another thing that's super, super awesome is 
uh, how's that for a descriptor? Super awesome. Is the the customization? Yeah, and they unlock it like just from the get go. Like you, you could start the game up tomorrow, and be able to do that right right away. Once you get the phone, you can start making making your own clothes and stuff. I wish you could turn off the the pixel smoothing. I think that's a little bit obnoxious, but it's like a weird limitation that's like forced on you. Yeah, for like no real reason. Like there's no like good reason for it. So there are two ways to design things in this game. Uh, the first way is you got a little MS paint window, right? Each pixel is laid out and you have all these tools, different uh, line width and fill, and you can kind of do some dinky designs and you design these tiles and then you can either, you can lay those down as paths or you can put them on clothes or you can hang them up as paintings on the wall. Um, but then there's this website, the, the game lets you scan QR codes with the Nintendo switch app on your phone. So you can go online, generate, like upload a photo, right? Generate a QR code and scan it into your game. We've seen some crazy stuff on on the internet, but like I have a freaking full mural of like a Calvin and Hobbes painting in my bedroom. You know, I've got all my favorite bands' records down in my music room. My main problem with that site in general is that the algorithms they use to like resize stuff is just awful. It's pretty bad. And like if you if you try to upload a pixel perfect image, it'll still resize it. It could definitely be improved. Which is absurd. Like it, it, I don't know why it would do that. Like I'm trying to like I just want this 32 by 32 image from Photoshop that I made <clears throat> and I know is the right palette and I can't get it in the game. I have to just do it myself, which I end up doing and it's fine. It's whatever. Some of the stuff that people have actually designed in Animal Crossing with their editor is pretty crazy. Uh, I'm, I was looking for basketball court designs and I, saw, I found one that you could tell was like some guy with zero artistic ability, like hard edges, like, you know, just horrible. This other guy who like clearly knew what he was doing when he was designing sprite art, it, it looked it looked like it was part of the game. It was flawless. Just the way that everything was, I mean, the, the rounded edges were flawless and the way that the, uh, you know, uh, the feather on the line so that it weren't totally harsh, right? It, 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 was, it was amazing. So that's a fun thing. That's a fun thing. And, you know, the weird smoothing, like, it's kind of janky, but it also f- feels like it fits in the world. You know, you have, like, this weird kind of 16-bit that's kind of looks like it's a watercolor painting. Like, it works, you know? 16-bit in the way that... Square Enix re-releases their <laughs> SNES games on PC with the forced pixel smoothing. Right, right. Yeah, dude. Love it. I mean, again, could be improved. <laughs> Just give me a toggle. Let me turn it off. Right. I'm saving you I'm saving you CPU and GPU power. <laughs> you should be thanking me. You should be thanking me. <laughs> dude, the crafting is is cool just because you have a level of customization and it's giving more meaning to the the sort of menial things you're doing throughout the day it's like oh god i gotta go shake another tree i gotta chop something down but there's a lot of value in that now i would say too much value in, at times and that this game has almost completely changed everything about what it has done in the past and is just almost solely focused on crafting everything from like your tools constantly breaking to like nook shopping sells like five items at a time he used to have a fucking catalog where you could buy like hundreds of items, which is cool because you get like, oh, I really want this design scheme in my house. I got to save up for it. It costs so much money. And now it's like he sells you the same two shirts and some chintzy item. And there's no 
reliable way to get recipes. It's not like I can go and buy these recipes every day. It updates and I can buy new recipes on, on a, on a shopping app or, or at, you know, in Timmy and Tommy's place, they sell three special items and two, whatever items that you can, you know, buy as many as you want of. It just, I feel like it's not enough control over what you're getting and how you're getting it. And so that's a little frustrating where it just feels like everything I do is to craft, but it's really sporadic how it throws things at you. Like the only way to get new crafting recipes is random villagers to give you something or you like find them on the beach. Or you'll get them from balloons too. Random floating balloons. Why are there random gifts floating in balloons over my island every day? I don't know. Why were they doing that in the old games? It's, exactly. It's weird. And the fact that that's the only way to like get new recipes is a little silly to me. And I see stuff that people have. I'm like, oh, dude, I want that. Like, I can't share recipes with you. You can, but it has to be like, a, it's an item before you learn it. So you can give people the recipe if they don't, if you don't want it. Yeah, but. So you kind of can, but yeah. you can't like reverse engine. You can't be like, oh, I know this thing. I want to teach to my friend. I can craft the recipe for this item I can craft. Right. <laughs> I, I could see them. I could see them adding that where you, they'll sell like recipe cards and then you'll like be able to share recipes on a one by one basis. That would be I really see cool. Them adding that to the Nook shopping. Yeah. And that's something that I hope comes sooner than later. Just because I feel like, especially now that I've gotten to a point where my town is mostly arranged and now I'm trying to find you know, things that really fit each villager and each home style and trying to theme all my rooms. And I don't even know what's out there. Like I said, in the old game, you had a catalog where you could go through and you basically saw all of the items you could get you could, or, or at least see the sum of from each collection. So you knew like the themes um, and then you would unlock more furniture and you could buy more. Like, I don't even know what's in this game. And some people might say, oh, that's part of the fun of like not knowing. Still up a wiki, dude. Well, even the wiki doesn't have pictures of half this shit. It's so new. I've done that. And it's just like, oh, we know it's here because we data mined it, but we don't know what it looks like yet. There are no pictures until people find and start uploading things. That's weird. I guess the the data miners I've seen, they've only ever shown pictures. Mm. Like I saw someone data mined all the mystery islands and like the chances of, of them spawning and that kind of stuff. I'll, I'll have to hop back on a look because I was trying to do just that. I haven't looked too much into it because like, like you said, that's part of the game, baby. Not knowing. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me. I need to, I need to have more control. This is like the only part of my life I have any control in. And you don't even really have that much control. Exactly. Like I lost my job. I, I'm about to go broke. I can't even go to the grocery store because I'm going to die apparently by catching some terrible disease. If I go out there unprotected, this is all I have right now. This is all I can do. I can podcast and I can play animal crossing. So plan it my way. And I'm trying to, I, I think what my friend said, she was nesting super hard with this game. And that's part of the th sort of therapeutic nature of, of, of this game. And uh, everyone gleans something different from it. So, but the durability, Nick, try to convince me that the durability is okay. That, that whole system. I mean, it's bad. It's fine. Oh, I don't really. I'm not like. I'm not like butting up against it that much. I guess. Like I understand for you, you're trying to play as fast as possible. But for me, it's uh, interesting sort of addition in that I like the tension that it builds. That you're like, okay. This entire game is all about spinning plates and managing the economy of items 
and being like, okay, to do this thing, I have to do this thing. But as I'm on my way to do that thing, I, I see this thing, and I'm going to do that thing. And then I see this thing. And it's just like this ADHD sort of smorgasbord of things you can do where I'm like, I'm going to chop some wood because I need more soft wood to make another watering can because my watering can just broke. So on my way to get some softwood, I see a butterfly that I want to catch because it's worth a good amount of bell. So I'm going to catch that. But then I hear the, the whooshing sound of a, a balloon flying overhead. You know, there's a million things coming at you at all angles. And there's always something to do. And I appreciate that there's always something to do and that you want to be doing something to do the thing that you want to do. So the crafting isn't that much of a big deal, especially since you said there are 40 pocket spaces. So you have plenty of space to carry along with you a little crafting table and like three stacks of wood and like a stone to make another axe because your axe is going to break because you want to make another shovel and your shovel breaks, you know. So I'm fine with it because as you build, like, you have enough iron to, like, make the best version of every item. As, like, as long as you're not on day three and you're trying to get your uh, shop upgraded, you're going to have enough of every resource, so use it. The only bummer to me is that you can't craft more than one item at a time. So, like, if you have, you know, 20 manila, uh, clams you can't just make a stack of fish bait mm -hmm. which is super annoying and the animation takes way too long like they could shorten that and i hope they do because it's way too long but besides that like the whole like using resources to make resources that you're actually using like the tools i'm not that i'm not too uh, chuffed about it but i would like it if it was faster i'm a lot less upset about it now that i haven't really needed like the, i broke a watering can today but like I'm not really digging up enough to, you know, be breaking shovels four times a day. I'm not chopping trees yeah, down. Yeah, you were just you're probably running into that a lot because of how much you were terraforming and like tearing stuff apart. But like that's a that's a long process in and of itself. Like yeah. the the addition of a small like speed bump of rebuilding a, a shovel or an axe is like enough to be annoying, but like on a day-to-day -day basis, like the, just the daily play, it's not that much of a big deal. Like I probably go through two watering cans a day watering all my flowers because I've got a lot of flowers. You have but like so that many. makes it feel like I've got a lot of flowers because I'm breaking this watering can from how much I'm watering them. <laughs> God, you have so many flowers. It's 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 ridiculous. Well, I watering flowers is my least favorite thing to do in this game. Even with the improved watering can. I wish that they would add a third tier of watering can like they had a new leaf where it watered nine squares as opposed to just six. But, you know, it's fine. I wonder if you get sprinklers in this game. and it, or, or like in the last game, this is something that they don't have here. There are two two big absences for me in this game. One of them. Gyroids. Where are they? I don't I know. They help build things, but I want to dig them up. Let me tell you how I happy I am. Knowing. Dancing effigies. <laughs> this, this is why I'm so triggered by Bunny Day. Most other of, uh, or times of the year or time, whatever, when I see an X in the ground, I don't need to worry about it being a fucking pitfall seed. I don't need to worry about it being a fucking gyroid. I know that's a fossil. That was the worst fucking thing is digging up some useless trash. And after it rains, you got 12 gyroids floating around your fucking island. Horrible. I'm so glad they're gone. I don't give a shit. People ooh, love gyroids. They're, they're so cute. They're <laughs> Horrible nightmare creatures. Lloyd is still there when you when you build something. He's still ready to take your fucking bells. Yeah, that's fine. He's a he's a he's a menu box that you deposit bells into. He's as useful as the ABD. I really miss being able to build other buildings, and you have like town town works projects in the last game. I feel like some of that stuff is missing. There, some of those things got are just items now, like. 
You don't have to do a public works part, which is uh, kind of nice to build a fucking fountain. You can just craft a fountain, right. which is cool. Yeah, I like that. You don't have to don't have to wait a day for that. Yeah, that's that. So that's a nice uh, improvement. So stuff like that. But but the town ordinances were like, if you wanted more money, there's a town ordinance that would maximize your money. If there was one that would just keep your flowers watered. My God, can you there's imagine one that, that? Like made uh, shopping cheaper too, right? Right. So stuff like that is notably absent. They might start adding stuff. I will tell you, if they start adding big buildings and stuff down the road, that's going to piss me off because I've, like I said, I wish I had taken more before and after pictures so you could see what my island has transformed into with how I laid my neighborhood out and how I arranged my buildings and my rivers and all these things. If they start adding buildings, it's going to piss me the fuck off because I'm using every inch of my island. And if I got to accommodate two new buildings, what am I going to do? Well, I mean, what would they add that would be useful enough that you would actually want to add it without just like ignoring it. Part of me would say, I just want everything. So I would do whatever they add. I will add to my game. But I mean, you've got stuff that you could easily like get rid of. Like you could, you could ax that orchard. You don't need an orchard. Oh, it's so pretty though. Now that's where, that's where my campground's at now. And that's where my flower freaking array is going to be. It's just that Northwestern part of the Island is just nature. And then you get to the museum and it's developed. You get to my cliff top and it's developed. And then of course the whole neighborhood down below thematically, not that I'm going for, you know, I, I'm not making a Japanese town. I'm not going that crazy thematically, but, you know, I'm trying to keep things in the vibe of it's the island, but there's a neighborhood and it's, you know, I'm trying to keep it all compartmentalized and feeling good. <coughs> I got the COVID over here. of coughing. <laughs> got the Rona. I, uh, I got a sore throat for a couple of days. I actually, the one day we were going to record, I was like fevery. It was the day before my doctor appointment. I was like achy and gross and nauseous. And I was like, oh no, like I got it, dude. It's happening. But then I felt fine the next day. Yeah. It doesn't help that all this is going on where it's like literally flu season and allergy season is starting up. So everyone's like super on edge. Right. And I'm already dealing with some other medical stuff. So like I'm super, well, I'm hypochondriac. So I'm always super aware of what my body is feeling much to my detriment most of the time. And, uh, so I'm just like, especially on edge being like, oh man, like I, I couldn't not, I had to go to this doctor appointment, which was frustrating. Cause they're like, you have to come in and get this address. And then I go and they get me checked out, which was a mortifying experience. And then they're like, yeah, well we're not doing elective surgeries right now. And your condition is not the point where we feel like we need to address it right away. So they told me what to watch out for. I'm like, oh, so if I just wake up horrifically sick next week. Now it's time to come back and address it. Yeah, that's that's the that's what happens in emergency scenarios. If you're not high on the priority list, then you're gonna be uh, sent home. Yeah. <laughs> well, it scares me because if I do end up fucked up, then I have to go to the hospital and get this procedure and get taken care of. But then I'll be like, and maybe get the woo flu. <laughs> well, that's the thing is I'll be so immunocompromised that it's like if I would have just gotten taken care of, got my immune system in order, and then got the bug because I was at the hospital. That's one thing. But going in like really sick. Because of this other thing, which they say is not likely, but I read the internet, Nick, and I think everything is the worst case scenario. So you min max and all sorts of, uh, all sorts of scenarios in your life. Yeah. All I have is animal crossing, Nick. That's all I have. Okay. You're still working. Well, as you know, I'm essential. All right. Essential as they come, you know, I'll have to send you the, uh, the letter that we got to print out and put in our car. It said, like, just in case you ever get pulled over, you can show this to law enforcement and let them know that you're a central worker. Oh, God. The f- <laughs> okay. So so I'm curious. It's hilarious. 
Like, did you have an option to be like, hey, if you're not comfortable? That was not expressly, that was not, you know, that was not relayed to us, no. Okay, interesting. Well, now that they have an official, they have official shut-in orders. I got laid off before the shut-in orders, which is a little frustrating because basically what happened, I don't, I don't want to break an indie on the podcast. I was, n- I was not going to lose my job if I was willing to meet certain conditions. Um, and it wasn't like an ultimatum, like, hey, we're going to fucking fire you if you don't do these things. But right. the option was there to keep my job if um, I could meet certain conditions. Well, given my health was and whatever, I basically just was like, hey, I'm willing to meet you guys. I, I will work from home. Because that-, that was the government recommendation was that any non-essential business move to a work from home strategy. So I took that and said, hey, based on these recommendations, based on my situation, I will work from home. But because that didn't meet the conditions that they wanted, they they laid me off. So, um, which is fine, whatever. It's supposedly temporary. I am walking like between six and 10,000 steps a day now. I go for a long ass, like two mile plus walk every day. I'm cooking, you know, pretty decent. It's pretty decent so far. Uh, we'll see. I've already blown through half my savings, just basically paying rent one month and buying groceries twice. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Sounds like you had a hell of a savings. <laughs> well, I had what I thought was a decent enough savings, and I thought I was going to be able to. I was like, oh, I could leave my job if I wanted and like do my own thing now and have a cushion. But I took half of the, the initial savings and invested it in a bunch of gear which I needed to do if I wanted to do my own thing. But the timing of it was horrible considering the following yeah. week we got ordered to stay home and I can't do anything with it. So well, I'm glad you had any savings to to deal with sort of emergency funding. Like that's, I know it's a, not a lot of people have that. So I'm glad that you have a little bit of security in that sense. Right. Yeah. We're at a point where like I could, I'll probably be able to float rent for like another two months. And realistically, we're probably looking at this going until the summer. Yeah. Which is crazy to fucking think that I'm going to be stuck in my house for that long. Fucking crazy. But anyway, we'll see if we are stuck that long. Will I still be playing Animal Crossing for 10 hours a day in June? (laughs) Maybe six hours a day. I think you'll be down to six at that point. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen, Nick, is I'm going to get my town basically where I want it. And then I'm going to start a time-locked account on my Switch Lite and do that whole thing. So play it the real way. Yeah. <laughs> See if you can catch back up with us. You're still working. You're essential to the operation of the world. So you, not much has really changed. I'm assuming on your end. I mean, you're still kind of keeping your normal schedule. So you're not, you're having a fine time for these games amidst your normal schedule, which means you're probably sleeping less than normal. I had like a weird week of sleep this last week, but as far as like finding time to play animal crossing, I've had, I took a four day weekend the week it came out. Nice. I took a three-day weekend this week. It's been like just, it's not like hard or like super stressful at work, but it's just sort of like there's that looming sort of energy. Yeah. Like everyone's like either trying to like play it off as if it's like a joke or people aren't taking it seriously enough or taking it too seriously or like, you know, everyone's sort of stressed out about it, obviously. And like, I can't even check my email at work because they took away all the keyboards and oh, like- God certain people have keyboards like in their locker and plastic bags so that they can log into their computer. But like, I didn't get one. I don't know where my fucking my keyboard is. Oh God. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, well that's great. But, and like we've, 
we've got like cleaning policies in place now. So like every time you get on a, a forklift, you have to wipe it down and you're, you're on that one forklift the entire night and then you clean it when you get off and all this kind of stuff. We got like bleach water and all this kind of that's good crap to, to help sort of, I don't know if that actually works. I don't like, I don't know how helpful any of this is, but it, it does help because if you, if you, if you touch a service that has a virus on it, and touch your face, you're gonna you're gonna get sick. So in an isolated situation like that, yeah, bleach water is definitely killing whatever is on that. Uh, you know, provided you're letting it rest and cleaning it with water afterward. But the thing that is getting people sick is not it's not touching your face, it's not touching services. That's the part that the CDC guidelines initially people are all like, oh, you just wash your hands, you'll be fine. If you're anywhere near a person, like. They say six yeah, feet. Yeah, because they're 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 breathing stuff right. out, and it's and, and like, that stuff is the sick stuff. <laughs> and if you breathe that stuff in, you're sick. Right. And to, to typical flu is Science. not is not that tra- you know transmissible. But like, dude, I wouldn't want to be ten feet away in a in a closed space from someone who is sick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the the rate at which it's transferring between people is is insane. And uh, you know, when I'm on my walks and someone comes up on the sidewalk opposite of me, I'll try to cross the street. But I don't even want to walk in the path of someone who's ridden their bike by. Because I'm like, oh God, their their particles are in the air. And maybe that's crazy, but I don't think you can take anything too seriously given what we're learning about this this whole thing. But I think it's less likely uh, <laughs> if you're just outside because the air moves a lot outside and there's a lot of air outside. That's true. That is I think true. It's more about just sharing a space with someone where you're confining the the amount of recycled air and everything sure yeah well it's uh it's a scary thing and you know i'm bummed that you know i was all looking forward to i was going to be in the studio the week animal crossing came out i was going to be up up in town you know making music all week and i was going to come over to your place and kick it for the launch and all this stuff and obviously you know listen things could be worse i've got a backyard and uh a cozy little place and i know a lot of other people have yeah, a lot cute worse. little kitty cat yeah hanging out with my my waffle. I think she's loving having us home all day every day. She gets treats when she wants. She gets to, a belly to lay on any time of the day. <laughs> Spoiling her. Yeah. So, well, hopefully things get better sooner than later, but one can only hope. Yeah. For now, I, I want to talk about one of the other games I've been playing, but do you have anything else you want to, you know, you want to chat about regarding Animal Crossing? Not that that was a comprehensive, you know, overview of the game, but we're enjoying the shit out of it. We're in the thick of it, you know. Yeah, balls deep, as it were. I'm about to start terraforming. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got a plot out in it. I was thinking about breaking out some graph paper. Damn, you know, a little bit easier to draw it out than like using the. There's like an online tool where you can play around with, it and it's pretty comprehensive. But I don't want. It. I, I want to. I want to get physical with it. You know, I want some hands on. I want to. Want to mold this this bitch. It's also really difficult to translate to the game based on that grid. I almost feel like the grid is useless because you can't really line things up accurately in the overworld. I love a good grid. I can line it up. I got that kind of grid brain, you know, All right, I, listen. you saw, you saw my town, you saw, you saw my, my little neighborhoods. I got set started at going on, yeah. you know, they got that very uniform space between them so I can plant a tree and put like some fencing and some flowers, you know, getting the neighborhood up and running. I'm going to have two neighborhoods when I, when all is said and done, just so you know, See, that's nice. That's nice. And, and, Cause I have to, cause if I'm doing Koholin Island, I gotta have Mabe Village and I have to have the Animal Village. So I'm gonna have two towns, we'll have a, you know, a little foursome down in the the southeast, and then have the the main maybe six or so 
in the the middle, the Midwest. And then I don't know where I'm going to put my house. I'm probably going to just like find a nice little cozy place. Break for it. break the map down. You're doing Colon Island from from Link to the Past. Sorry, uh, Link's Awakening. Nope. Link's yep that yep. one. <laughs> <laughs> I, someone did do uh, Link to the Past map, and that, that was very cool. A lot of fucking work, man. A lot of. Work. I hope you see it through. I think you're going to butt your head up against the terraforming. Um, I'm ready. But I I'm yeah built for this dude. Dude, see, I wish you were streaming this. I've been watching Animal Crossing streamers, and there's so much just in, in the minutia and hearing people's thoughts and opinions, and I think it's it's fascinating to watch people play this game. I'm way too ADHD to even like consider wanting to stream it. Like, I get so distracted so quickly, and like I'm like looking at my phone. I'm doing I'm doing everything but play the game while I'm playing the game. Except for when I'm playing the game and then I'm doing all the things that I told myself I wasn't going to do, like shoot down the hundredth balloon. That just it gives me another sky egg and I just don't give a shit. <laughs> but I'm doing it because I hear that noise and I got to stop the noise. Damn, you know? you're crazy, man. Yeah. You hate to see it. <laughs> I'm finally trying to break that habit with like weeds. Like I'm time traveling. Like I travel like 10 days this morning just to get all my bridges and inclines built on my new homestead. And which oh, stresses me out. I think I got to tear it down, Nick. But every time I saw a weed, I was like, I got to pick that weed. I was like, no. I'm traveling like five more days straight here. I don't need to pick up that weed. I can get the weeds when all is said and done. I don't need to stop and get in the weeds with the weeds, you know? like Gotta stop and smell the roses, oh, man. right? The only flowers I have in my town right now is roses. I'm going to have to come and get flowers from you, Nick, because now I got to freaking breed flowers. Feel Let like me a know if you schmuck. ever find any Cosmos. I have not seen a single Cosmo. I don't know what a Cosmo and it is. it bums me out. It looks kind of like the windflower, but uh, a little bit different. With like the outline on the inside of the flower like it'll be like purple with like a little outline in it or something i gotta see i gotta look this up now am i crazy Co uh new horizons cosmos yeah cosmos they're like yellow in the center and then they've got like four petals i think or like six like big petals oh that they is kind of like wind flowers or like pansies have like more squiggly kind of petals but like cosmos are just like straight up rectangular kind of pe petals that are like yeah, yeah towards you it's sort of like a bowl shape and I haven't seen a single Cosmo. And I've been to like several people's islands. I've, I've checked their shops to see if I could buy, uh, you know, buy seeds. But because that's the way I, that's the way I prefer to, to get flowers. I like buying the seeds so I can be like, I'm just going to start with five, do like five rows, five rows of three, and then just do like each color and then try and like start breeding from there. Like I've got my my roses that I got from you. So I've got like some reds, some yellows, some whites. I'm trying to breed the reds and whites for pinks, the reds and yellows for oranges. And then from there, you know, maybe try to get more reds, get some red and reds to get blacks and pinks. And, you know, it's it's a whole thing. Dude, there's so many flowers. It, it hurts. There's me. a lot of flowers. There's a, there's a lot of flowers. Oh, my God. How am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Oh, my God. See, EJ, you're so singular minded that you don't even consider the things that you that you are that you see and you see other people doing that because they planned ahead. They've been planning for this shit since New Leaf. And you just thought you would just stumble into this, you stupid idiot. <laughs> I Listen, I never gave you shit about flowers, and I said that in this game, but then I saw a cool thing with the flowers, and I said, oh, I could do something cool with the flowers. Yeah, I bet you've never even gotten a, an orchid mantis. But you don't even see a, a dang old peacock butterfly. My man, I don't think there is anything seasonal that is not in my museum right now. That's the first thing I did, is I went full retard on catching everything I could possibly get times a day i'm just saying they spawn on flowers and you don't have flowers then like i did i used to have flowers and then i raised everything when i got terraforming i had lots of flowers and i hated them all sad man
I didn't even know you had native roses. <laughs> you sicko. Listen, next time you're going to come to my town, it's going to look very different. Okay. Be very I believe pretty. it. Be very pretty. I bet, I bet you'll get sick of it within uh, two weeks and then change it all because oh, you're a sad man. It's so much work. It's just so much work. And the game is work. Ugh. You work and then you once you like it, you stop playing. <laughs> Dude, I put so much work into my homestead. And it's like you don't really have a way to plan this stuff out. Like you can kind of plan it in your head. But like so I had everything almost just the way I wanted it. And then my bridge didn't fit because. Was the, was the water not wide enough? It has to be like three tiles wide or something. So the water was wide enough. But because of where the waterfalls were at. There was just a little wee bit, little millimeter where the width changes. Literally just, it doesn't even look different, but it's technically different. So now you can't put a, a, a river over it because of the way it changes on the end. And I'm like, so I had to go move my whole waterfall back and that took fucking forever. And it was just like, what a silly thing. What a really silly thing that the game can't reconcile. Um, so you, it's just kind of trial and error. And because you're literally doing one fucking square at a time with some ridiculous animation it takes hours and it's fun i've had fun i i, I made a cool little museum you know a little uh some waterfalls and a little plaza area that i'm gonna deck out but i've had my home now in like four different places and i have not yet been satisfied with one location and i'm like fuck it i'm just gonna move it back to the beach and not have a yard like i don't even care are you actually gonna build it like on the beach or are you gonna put it on the shore before the beach? Good question. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. First, I want to see how, once I get some trees up on my current little plateau, I'll see what happens. But I don't know. Just nothing has felt right. I got you. Which is frustrating when you spend 10 hours trying to make something feel right. And then you're like, nah, it doesn't work. Like you said, trial and error. <laughs> yeah. Well, what else have you been playing over the last, uh, well, God, three months, I guess? <laughs> Almost three months. Yeah, it's tough because a lot of it, like, I've only been playing Animal Crossing for the past two weeks. Three weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Like time before that doesn't even like, exist in my mind anymore. Yeah, it was like, you know, obviously playing a lot of Mario Maker, streaming Mario Maker and stuff. And then uh, PC games, played some. Uh, I bought Monster Hunter again and was playing through that on PC. And like, God, that game is so fucking good. I need to go back to that sometime. But I just wanted to have something that was a little bit more taxing to try out the new rig. I got my new monitors, you know. Rocking the dual 1440p. Nice. So playing stuff at 60 FPS with the 1440p resolution. Feels good, man. I think I could probably run Monster Hunter at 4K on my TV, too, if I wanted to. But it's good shit. What's that? Uh, what graphics card do you have? The 2070 Super. Okay. Dude, that's a, that's a beefy card. Gets the job done. It's got a lot of bang for the buck, too. I appreciate that. You, at one point, streamed... A game that I've been playing, which was Celeste, which we'd heard a lot about a year or two ago, and neither of us fucking picked it up. I think I fell in love with it. I think it was fucking awesome. It's just like really good platforming. You know, in that first kind of that first world, I, I, when I started playing it, I kind of got, I was like, okay, this is a platformer. Like, this feels more like it's going to be a chore to get through. But by, by the time I, I got through that second world, I was like fucking hooked. And you streamed it for a little bit, and I don't think you necessarily felt the same way, which saddens me. Yeah, I just wasn't vibing it. I didn't really like the the physics didn't feel very good. I don't like having to hold a button to climb a wall. I don't like climbing walls. I don't like wall stuff Sure, okay. in general. 
Fair enough. And platformers. The Air Dash was fine. I didn't like how it felt on a stick, though. Mm. Like, I felt like I was very frequently dashing the wrong direction. And, like, it felt like the, the, I don't know. I don't like the eight-way dash with, like, that kind of game. I would rather it be a four-way dash in that kind of game, if that makes sense. Just because the style, the, the, the pixel art, and, like, how low res it is. And how everything moves very quickly. If it was floaty, if it was a floaty platformer, like uh, Ori. I just played Ori, Will of the Wisps also. I could talk about that. I forgot I even played that. Uh, <laughs> that's got like a, air, air, a lot of aerial mobility. And it's like, it's not locked at all. But it's like, that's the style of the game. It's a very painted game. It's very floaty. It's very loose. It's very forgiving. A lot of aerial mobility. But like Celeste, you don't really move very quickly in the air. So like having that air dash is like the only way you can move in the air. And I don't know. It just wasn't very, it wasn't clicking with me. I didn't like how exploratory it was. It felt like no matter what I did, I'd be missing something unless I was looking at a map. And that's like kind of frustrating for that kind of game. Like I would want it, it's screen by screen. So I would want it to be like linear, but it wasn't linear. So that was like annoying me to like as I was playing it. And I didn't like it enough to be like, I want to replay this section to get more things because like I don't like playing it. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a bummer. I think the platforming felt, I think it's ex exceptional. It feels like the way it, it can feel as loose as it does, but give you the precision it does where you can stop like on a pixel. There's so much fine control there, but you don't feel like you're playing this like fucking brick of a character. Wall climbing, I get if, you, if you're not into it, you're not into it. And the exploration would normally bug the shit out of me but I quickly realized that collecting stuff doesn't matter unless you just want to collect it to say you collected it. So I quickly was like, all right, my goal is to just beat this level. That's it. And obviously there's still some dead ends, but it was never like, it's never like you go through four screens and reach a dead end. It's like you go into a room and you say, oh, I don't need to collect that. Go back. Where do I need? You know, so it never felt like, you know, like playing a Metroidvania and you'll go down these fucking just labyrinths and you're just like, fuck this. Um, which in a Metroidvania, that's the point of the game. I don't, I don't generally like the exploration like that. Like I want to know that where I'm going has a, a logical end and, it, and it's beneficial to me. And then I can compartmentalize, complete each section. Once I was like, nothing else matters, but reaching the end of the level, you know, it kind of changed how I viewed the game. Unfortunately, I didn't beat it. I got really close, but then Animal Crossing came out and I haven't booted it up once. But I blew through like the first like six or seven worlds. And it was it was like really challenging, but not in a way that like Meat Boy, um, which is similar, you know, with the wall stuff. I mean, it's a very different feeling platformer. But, you know, in Celeste, you fucking die a lot. You die a lot as you figure out how to navigate the world. And you unlock so many more powers. And there are so many more different like uh, interactions with the environment um, that you unlock as you go. And each world obviously is introducing a new mechanic um, in a different way to interact with the environment. Meat Boy, Meat Boy is like punishing. Like it's not fun after a while. And it just solely becomes like I have to get all the band-aids and I have to get to this level so I can beat it and just be done with it. This game is like it'll kill you and you say, fuck, okay, why did it kill me? I know I know what I need to do here. I liked, I liked Meat Boy a lot more. I like Meat Boy because it's faster horizontally and slower vertically. Yeah. I think. Meat Boy does a lot really freaking well. Like, it's a phenomenal game. And I like that each level is just a level and, like, there's secrets in the level. So you can, like, get the secret in the level and be like, okay, I'm done with that level. <laughs> Whereas, like, you even, like, like, you even comparing it to, or even, like, bringing up Metroidvanias. And I like Metroidvanias because they're not hard to play, but it's just fun to explore. 
Oh, Ooh. I don't like, like I, I've never played. I've never played a Metroidvania that was a platformer, like a hard, like a a platformer ass platformer. It's always like you platform to get around, but that's like the extent of it. It's not like a challenge, really. Like you unlock new abilities to like access a new place, but it's not like difficult to get there. The closest I've played to like a platformer Metroidvania is like Guacamelee. There's a lot of emphasis on platforming in that or game. Maybe like the first Ori. I didn't play enough of that. But even then, like I played Ori 2 and that wasn't like hard platforming. It was just kind of like the hardest parts were like the weird chase scenes where it was, it just wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. And then like I would just do it 10 times and then eventually it worked. But Bro, I wouldn't say it's the same as like a precision platformer like Meat Boy or Celeste. Seeing you try to beat that boss in Ori. Dude, I don't know how long I watched you doing that. Like, and you get so close, and then it would just like cheap shot you, like what in like one or two hits. Yeah, I wasn't very upgraded. I could have upgraded myself more, but, and I had the option like you can you can back out of a section just by pausing and like start it over at a later time. But I probably could have had like more power ups and stuff. Like I found out at the very end, like when I was clearing out the map, that I had missed a uh, an ability that heals yourself. Like at the very beginning of the game. Oh. <laughs> so that would have been kind of nice. That's why I fucking hate Metroidvanias, man. That's just funny. It's just a thing that's like totally missable. And like I played through that game fine without it. Beat the final boss without it. Whatever. <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, I really don't like Metroidvanias because I always feel like I'm missing something. And I don't like, I, I really don't like the exploration in a game like, like the Star Wars, the new Star Wars game that I beat. I just feel like, at least in that one, it, it was more linear. And it never really got you off the beaten path. And if it did, it was short. But it just it's it's too much for my my ADHD brain, man, and my obsessive compulsive nature. And I just wanna I just wanna know where I need to go. Versus a game like Skyrim or The Witcher or these other open world games where it's like there's so much to explore and there's so much waiting for you around every corner. But you can set a quest marker and keep track of what you're doing, when you're doing it, and if you get sidetracked, it's not like Oh God, I have to backtrack my way back through this. And did I go this way? And did I remember to go up here? I don't know. Metroidvania really stressed me out. Like, I think the last one I played was, was probably Guacamelee. There might be another one, but that was five years ago. I tried to get you to play Hollow Knight, but you bounced off that pretty quick. Really quick. It was hard. And I played it for like two hours and like didn't have a checkpoint. <laughs> I was just like, this is not for me. Right Dead now. Cells has like the smallest sort of pastiche of a Metroidvania sort yep. of painted on it. Right. Yeah, we, we we definitely talked about that. It did. It, I mean, it is. Barely. <laughs> I mean, it is for all intents and purposes. It, I mean, it is. You're Obviously, it changes every time, but. Yeah, and I would say that that goes against the, the whole sort of, I don't know, design philosophy of most video games, except for like roguelikes where it is like the randomly generated stuff. But a lot of times when you're exploring something, it's because someone made it to be explored instead of here's like a bunch of squares that we can copy paste together to make it look like someone made it you know but it is still like exploratory and like a little bit but like i don't know rogue legacy isn't exploratory like you're finding stuff but it's because it's like you're flipping a coin and seeing if this treasure chest has something you want in it or not right not because there's actually like an ability back there that's like progressing the game it's just like you you fight a boss and if you beat the boss then like you might unlock a new thing sure i really i like roguelite games i i think i do man i mean i liked binding of isaac i like Red Legacy, and i love dead cells 
and then Zelda 3 I've played, but something about something like Dead Cells where I don't feel obligated to reach every nook and cranny. Sometimes you want to because there are, you know, there are going to be items or, or weapons or, or uh, cells which help you progress overall in the game. Did you ever check out uh, Spelunky back when that was the hotness? No. No, sir. People uh, speak very highly of that game. Like, okay. a, like an all-time great, especially in the roguelite genre. Very, uh, I would imagine most roguelite games are basically modeled off of that one at this point. Mm. I saw that, oh God, what's the game? Why, uh, Steam World was on sale. The Nintendo Spring Sale is happening That's ah, a right good now. game. That's a good S Metroidvania, the second one. Yeah. God, it's so good. I love that game. That's a great game. That's an amazing game. You know what I did do? Was I picked up Hyperlight Drifter for like the third time. I'm like, I wonder it's if I'll, game too. I'll play more than 10 minutes of this game. Finally. You won't. <laughs> yeah. You fucking won't. <laughs> no. But my That's Switch, not a DJ game. That's fine. My Switch is filling with, with titles, though. I mean, every time something goes on sale for eight bucks, like you can't not pick it up. You know, you have to get it. You don't have to. <laughs> I somehow find a way not to. It's like, I'm like, least. oh, I'll play this one day. I did that with Steam in like 2016. And then like I learned from my, my mistakes. Dude, like, I don't want to look at my wallet history. I don't want to. I don't want to know how much money I've given Valve Bro, for the so games I many, don't play. So many games. I think I'm in the triple digits for games. So that's crazy. I only have. I think I could be wrong. I'm close to that at least. I've only got 85 games. Only <laughs> could be a lot worse. I I really like the new Steam update. I really like how they've done. Haven't used Steam in like literally two years. Yeah, they did that a few months ago. I've I've liked their the visual upgrades and like how they partition things out and like say hey you haven't played this in a while or maybe you should check this out right seems like a nice quality of life yeah it's really cool stuff it's weird being in here being like oh i played 2k 13 14 and 15 on steam and i'm like fuck i forgot about that i downloaded uh uh destiny to to fuck around with that a couple of buddies wanted to play it so i figured fuck it we'll uh we'll give it a shot um i was on a witcher kick man i wish i had i had beaten witcher but Shit happened in January, and I just never came back to it. <sighs> and now Tom Nook's got me busy. Just skip to the DLC if you wanted to do the two DLCs. I never beat the main story. I'm, I'm on my third run of the main story. I don't think you need to. I think they're just sort of like really big quests, you know? Yeah. And you, you just like start a new character, and they just level you up to the right level, and you just go. I don't know, man. I could, I could do that, but I'm too much of a perfectionist to want to do that. Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. But just if you if you get the the urge to play some Witcher, but you don't feel like rolling a new character, you just want to jump into something for a little bit of a you know a short thirty hour jaunt, a short, as opposed yeah. to the the, <laughs> the main like ninety hour journey. Well, I tried to hop back in once a couple of weeks ago, and I just I was not vibing it, which sucks because I was like so addicted to it for a while there. So I just need to like maybe get in the right headspace and be like, all right, today I'm going to play The Witcher for four hours and just do it or you know what you could do instead of playing the witcher for four hours you could play some zombie land double tap <laughs> i think we got rid of that uh <laughs> i think so the last podcast if you guys How? remember i bitched about how'd you get rid of it <laughs> trash can <laughs> no sarah took a bundle of dvds to cd game exchange and you in that, that bundle in <laughs> was zombie land Oh my god, that's uh, so funny. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. Get, ridiculous. I'll give you two bucks. <laughs> well, is there anything on this Nintendo Spring Sale that I need to be keeping my eyes out for? You know, any recommendations? If they go, if they go up, I'm, I must buy it for you, for me, or for 
the boys listening. I haven't really kept. Hmm, I'd have to like look at a list of all the stuff that's on sale to be like, yeah, this is a this is a keeper, this is a winner, that kind of stuff. But if you said SteamWorld Digs on sale, then yeah, definitely get SteamWorld Dig too. That's a great ass game. I think I saw Gato Robato's on sale for like four bucks. That's a four dollar game. Like that's a great price for that game. That's like uh, that took me like five hours maybe to like totally hundred percent it. And really what is delightful it? little little Metroidvania. He plays a cat. It's like a little one bit, you know, just purely black and white pixels. You can change the pally, unlock different stuff. It's really cool. Interesting. It's got really, it feels really good to play. And it's just a short little exploration, cute story, whatever, you know. Yeah. Just a short game. Just a nice little bite-sized bit of joy, you know. Man, we uh, tried to boot up Castle Crashers the other night on Switch and play online. Yeah. Dude, I, f- I forget how great that game is, how simple it is, but how great it is just upgrading your character and unlocking new characters, but just hacking and slashing your way through. And the music is fucking great. Uh, I was going to say underrated soundtrack. Oh my really, God. really great soundtrack. Can we just all agree that one of the best songs is that boat with the ninjas attacking you with the pirates? So good. So good. it's a bop dude. Yeah. <laughs> the graphics, like it's a way more beautiful game than I remember ever giving it credit for. Yeah, they, they scaled it up, but I mean, they did all those art assets in Flash, so it's all vector graphics, sure, so sure. it scales up real quick. But just just like the design, like it's just so, it's goofy and fun, and, and it looks nice. Yeah, but the online play sucked. It was fucking terrible. It was yeah, it was horrendous, and it's um, apparently not a Nintendo issue. Apparently, across all platforms, it's a, a problem. I mean, what, that game came out in 2012? Like... They weren't ready for the internet to be anywhere near as good as it is now. <laughs> no, but for them to be have to have released this across multiple platforms, including obviously next gen consoles, quote unquote, it's it's just only so much you can do to like staple good netcode onto uh, a game that's not built for it. You know, you can't you can't just make it work. You know, and and it's sunk costs like you can't like what's the point of making it work well if it doesn't matter to the end result like. How many more sales are you getting? Like, oh, we fixed Castle Crashes. Now it runs great online. Like, how many more copies are you selling? Two. I mean, fair. Uh, yeah, I don't know enough of how that all works. They're making new games. They're working on new shit, you know? Yeah. They got a Alien Hominid HD or whatever, whatever. sequel that they're making. Hey, you know, we played uh, we played Battle Block Theater together for a good couple hours. Yeah, that's a nice game. That was, that was should, a fun we game. We should finish that game sometime. Hey. That's I got, a puzzle, a platformer. I got nothing but time. I got nothing but time. But time. I'm, I got no, you. Don't you ain't got no time between building your town out and making noodles and going in your long walks. <laughs> I got plenty of time, man. Uh, yeah, we could play. We could play anything, anytime. You name it, a time and a place. But you're too busy being essential and still living a productive life. You know, <laughs> call it what you will, but don't call it productive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of food, Sarah's got some pasta in there, so. I'm going to definitely go get some of that pasta. So we're going to wrap this fucker up. Yeah, Concert Crusade. Social media doesn't matter. We don't post there. And apparently we're podcasting every three months now. So uh, we'll see you guys this summer. Hopefully the virus hasn't, you know, wiped us or our villagers out. I'm doing my part when I'm streaming. I've got the little bot that throws out little promotional things, telling them to follow me on Twitter and that kind of stuff. But, you know, one of the things it does promote is the old consulcrusade.com. I know, I know. And uh, telling people to check out the podcast if they, for some reason get a kick out of my dumb opinions but you should stream more i also haven't streamed in over two weeks so no i <laughs> you should just stream animal crowd. you should stream it you, there's the thing you don't need to stream it yeah. with the idea that oh i'm gonna like rake in a bunch of followers but just 
you just stream it to stream it and what's the point of streaming if i'm not looking at it from the point of like creating a product like if i'm not making a thing for people to look at why am i making the thing in my eyes it's like i i wish all my friends streamed so that i could just go from stream to stream and be like i'm just gonna peek into what you're doing like last night we were playing and i came and visited your town and then you came to my town and then i'm like i just want to like chill and watch what nick's doing on a tv while i play my game that's fair i'm just i don't know i i I want to, I don't want to like be like a serious, you know, streamer. I'm not, I don't have any delusions of grandeur in that respect, but I want to, you know, make sure it looks and sounds decent. Oh, sure. And it does. It does. You know, and there's nothing worse than like tuning into someone's stream and it's just some aimless like bullshit. Like, I don't know. I'm not super into that. Fair. Well, I think the best part about your streams, and I said it before, is not watching you be good at Mario. If you sucked at Mario, that also would matter. (laughs) As long as you're just like chatting it up and talking about like, I like hearing why you thought the level design of this level was good and why, you know, et cetera. I want to hear your plans for your fucking island. I want to know, all right, I'm going to do this here. I'm going to do this here. And now I got to go do it. And just like, you know, you're talking some shit. If I were to do that, I would have to, for my own sake, not for your sake, not for any, you know, pretend viewers sake. I'd have to like set up a whole thing where I'm like a being what. My design is and what I'm like working towards and like you know it'd be like a big production. Yeah. I don't want to fucking do that. That's so much work. That's sick. Oh my god, tabbing through windows, showing even you tab like it. switching between gameplay and like the whole. Th- oh my god, just have a screen you up know, with your blue pro. I would do that. That's cool. I would do that. That's cool. I want to see how your town progresses and then how you having a video record of your whole if experience. If you want to make an OBS scene where that is a thing, and then by all means. You can do that for me, and I'll do that for you. But like, for God, it's a lot of production. What does that entail? You don't even know how audio works in OBS. <laughs> no, it's a whole thing. I don't fuck with OBS. I don't. I don't stream God. often enough. Oh, man, it's a whole thing. Listen, I don't want to put it's cool as fuck the pressure on you to be like. I need you to entertain me. But it's a, another going to do that anyway. <laughs> well, this is why I'm like. I'm like even if you just you should just make a Smurf account. And stream it, and we'll just fucking hang out. I just want to be able to see what you... Can you just screen share with me? Like, you know what I mean? We'll hang out. We'll play video games. We'll screen share. You know. Make a Smurf account in what? Animal Crossing? You want to buy me a Switch so I can do that? No. Because I'm literally locked like to a, one account. A, Smur- <laughs> a, a Twitch account. So, like, you don't have to be streaming for anybody. It's just, let's just hang out. We'll Discord. I'll see what you're doing. You know. Then there's no pressure. It's just, we're just chilling. You just put, yeah, a, okay. put a camera really want, on your TV. Just- I think you can do a private stream on Twitch where it's like unlisted and like, I think you could do something like that. I'm not sure though. You could also just screen cap your Elgato with me and we could hang out. I'll make a chatter bait and you can, you can pay me big bucks to watch me stream Animal Crossing. A little, little camp <laughs> soda action. <laughs> yeah. Let me see your feet. Well, not your feet. Tom Nook's oh, feet. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on a uh, chat roulette. And if you get lucky, <laughs> you might see me designing Animal Crossing stuff. Yeah, we're going to hit up Omegle, okay? <laughs> Omegle. The unmoderated section. What was that super old um, streaming site? Back when like... Stickham! Uh, bands were putting... Stickham, yeah, I'll Yo. start a Stickham account. <laughs> that, dude, bands and shit would use Stickham? Dude, All we're the in the studio, we're doing... You just don't ask us some questions, you know? That shit was way ahead of its time, man. Where it was just a bunch of like 20-year-old... Tryhards and like sixteen-year-old girls talking to band boys. Well, yes, that is that's the scene. That was yep, damn right. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. All right, Console Crusade podcast. Hope y'all staying safe, staying healthy. Nick, Yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. Mm-hmm.